Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome back to Stretch Marks. Hello, this is the mother of all stretches episode. The very figurative and literal stretch that we do. The bump. The stretching, the stretch marks. The, ri- the literal stretch marks, the whole thing that this the whole is thing. on. This is the mother of all stretches. This is the pregnancy stretch. How are you doing this week? This is a good week. I feel like I'm falling into a bit of a routine. Routine is coming back. Summer, chaos, but loads of fun, but exhausting. And then, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of like, I know where I'm at, you know, between having the school and the drop-offs and the crash and stuff like that. It's my days, like you should see my itinerary. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. We have dance, swimming, football, trying to get her into gymnastics. She has some days after school, some days not after school. And then you've also got the crash stuff. So and your weekends. And the weekends. Activities. Yeah, the play dates. So it's like every day I, ha- I feel like I'm, I'm turning into one of those mams that needs like the big whiteboard yeah. in the kitchen to be like, right, team. You're Chris Kardashian. I know. <laughs> Here's what's happening. Here's where you have to be. I have these moments of panic where I'm like, where do I have to be and who do I have to pick up? And so. Oh my God, maybe you should just get a whiteboard. I feel like maybe I'll make a cooler and get a chalkboard, but I hate yeah. the feeling of chalk. Oh, it's one of my like super hate to make whiteboards cool again yeah I think I think we're going to have to get something because uh, there's moments of panic but as I said I feel I feel a little bit like okay we're getting into a rhythm rhythm. that's such a nice place to get to yeah we're kind of like bedtime is getting earlier again which is good Um, it definitely slipped in summertime and okay yeah we're kind of like you know having normal functioning like family dinner time and then mm-hmm. book and then bed and then you're up and you're out the door so yeah it's I, I'm hoping I'm hoping we're good although it is only like week two of school so you know although if you saw my post this morning she completely blanked her dad at the school gates <gasps> yeah he, he dropped her off so I could be here uh, well actually he does all the school drop-offs and I do the crash but he was like give me the hug like before you go in and she looked at him as if like as if dad oh and God. ran off that's happening already and all the mams were like looking at him going like oh you're right he was heartbroken heartbroken that is heartbreaking at the same time I'm so thrilled for Penny that she feels confident enough to run in oh there. yeah she was gone he threatened her last night if she wouldn't turn around to give him a hug and a kiss before she went in that he'd shout after her 
just make sure the teacher changes your pull up. <laughs> She's like, don't, Dad, don't. <laughs> So, okay, yeah. so bribery still works. Bribery still works. Yeah, but no, but she's entered. She's like mortified of us now. Mm, like I thought that wasn't like. Oh, I know. I know. She's Thank totally you. mortified of us. But so, thank God, Juju's still attached. How are you? <sighs> good week. Not such a good, good week, week. Bad week. Bit of a bit of a a downturn. I'm looking forward to getting to the point of feeling like in a flow and a rhythm again. And I know we'll get there. Um, you will. We've had a little bit of upheaval with minders and childcare and sleep regressions and trips away that have had to be abandoned. And um, yeah, anyone who follows me will will know, as I shared, uh, as I always do, and was really grateful to get reassurance that, you know, it's happened to lots of people and um, it's normal. And sometimes you just have to do what you have to do for your family uh, and just abandon ship. And that's fine. Um, so, yeah, not not been a great time, but coming out of it now I think and about to go away for a three day wedding which I was super excited about because Caitlin was like in such a good you know rhythm and so content and everything and now we've had this wobble so I just need to obviously we're still gonna go um I just I feel like once I get the text saying he's okay and he's settled and he's gone to sleep then I'll relax and maybe I'll go absolutely batshit crazy a three day or so Barry's the best man and they're having the legal bit on the Friday and then the wedding is on the Saturday and then the day two is on the Sunday and they want the bridal party there for the Friday so we're so we're in for three nights and I honestly up, up until a few weeks ago I was like we could probably go away for a week now and it'd be fine and now I'm like I don't want to go for half an hour like it's, I'm 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 finding it hard to even be here but we'll get back there have you ever been away from him for three nights I yes. have but not the two of us okay yeah. yeah, and he's had a tricky week of clinging and wanting and yeah, he had a, he, needing you. Yeah, and he's maybe like a bit more like that anyway to begin with. Um, and like you know, he's a COVID baby. He's he's only ever had one on one care. He's had me there so much, and then his minder very abruptly. We weren't, you know, she wasn't really minding him anymore, and we switched into another minding situation, and and we didn't do like a settling in period, and it just it did not go well, and um poor little thing was a bit traumatised and I know everyone has those first few weeks of adjusting to somewhere new um, but I think I went to bed it all wrong and I've learned my lesson I just know that's not going to work for him like kind of a drive-by drop-off with no see ya yeah not, <laughs> not for my little man not with someone he's never met not in a place he's not never been not for any of them like I always think as well like you know I think settling in periods are horrific but the younger they happen the more you sort of get away with it yeah um, and then I was so then immediately I'm like oh it's my fault that I've had him ha- a one on one minder all this time like it's not I, your fault you've had one on that that's that's suited where you were at yeah but like you just end up being like oh if I had have put him into a crash this you know maybe he would have found it easier but then but then it's like oh but there are benefits to one on one minding as well and it suited us and then you're just back to being like you just can't you can't you just win. can't win you can't win continue to just make the right the best decision in the moment that you have yeah. I'm just trying There's no to... point looking back. There's no point looking forward. What's the best decision that you can make today Yeah. for him, for you, for it? Yeah. And keep going. Yeah. Living in the moment, which kids make you do anyway. I think yeah. that's what they're so good for is that they're not jumping ahead. They're yeah. concerned with the right now. And that's, I think, a life lesson for us all. There is no moment like looking down at that stick. <sighs> <laughs> I'll seeing never forget. your life change before your eyes so while I was trying and very much willing for it to happen mm. when I peed on that stick and it came up positive I started to shake oh yeah I physically started to shake yeah 
and mildly hyperventilate that oh my god my life has changed forever like that that was it was like a drawing a line under the sand of you before you were pregnant yeah and the rest of your life and I was I was pretty terrified <laughs> I did ask in the polls we'll go through obviously the polls in a little bit but I, I'll, I'll give you a, a teaser I did ask in the polls how did people feel when they first saw that stick turn positive turn pregnant whatever it said whether it was two to three weeks you know yeah. whatever it did depending on what you bought and I've never seen a scroll that just repeatedly said oh fuck oh shit oh fuck oh shit oh fuck oh shit <laughs> like and these are women that also in a previous poll had been like, I really want this to happen. Yeah. I'm really wanting this to happen. This is like, you know, exactly what we want to see. And yet there is that moment of, oh, I'm not ready. I know. I can't do this. I know. And I and I assume it's the same no matter when in the line or when, when in your journey of fertility or it happens, you know, whether it's straight away or whether it's a few years into it that you're like, oh, it's the most... I don't know it's like everyone remembers where they were like for certain moments mm. in their life like this is one you'll never forget obviously mm. you're in a toilet hopefully peeing on a stick <laughs> did you and Barry do it together no I did, did it did you in, sneak off I sneaked off um, he was in the room and I went into the bathroom and then I came back out and then he was like what and I was like oh my god it's fucking positive and he was like huh what what yeah. and <laughs> what and, is and then I just started like yeah I, I was shaking and I was like okay whoa okay we can do this okay this is happening I was like oh my god and then I think like five minutes later I was on like the Zara website looking at baby grows <laughs> <laughs> trying to like make it feel real or make it sink in I was mostly afraid of how I was like I don't know how my body's going to be in pregnancy um, and I was right to be that concerned um, but I just yeah uh, for me it was a visceral physical reaction um, excitement and fear and everything all thrown into one I think a perfectly natural reaction you know but what was it like for you? I mean you've done it twice. I've done it twice. Does it change from one to the, to the next? Oh god yeah. Okay you were just like yeah pregnant. No there was, there was very different there was def- de- definitely totally different feelings going on um the first one I knew I knew in my body it was really bizarre like I had really this, sore boobs or I just had this deep intuition so we were away we were in Italy and um we had just gotten married and look we weren't planning it but we also like knew that neither like I wasn't on the pill and he wasn't being careful but I was sitting at dinner and like he will always laugh about this. But I was sitting at dinner and I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I feel weird. And he's looking at this, would you stop? It's only because we know that you're not on the pill. I was like, no. And like, how many days would you have been pregnant at this stage? Oh, is like. It, is it even possible that you could have felt anything? I, what I'll, I'll tell you what I felt. I felt like, I felt like I was inside a sparkling water bottle. That's the only way I can tell it. It felt like through the the, the blood in my capillaries, there's this like Fizzing. surge of fizz. Like not fizz, like acid, but like... Energy. Bubbling. Just okay. like little tiny fluttery bubbles, like all inside, not, not not inside my womb, like not inside my stomach, but like yeah, yeah. inside my bloodstream. Wow. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I feel weird. And he's like, you're insane. Were you drinking? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so was I yeah I sure like yeah um, obviously we like we were only we were still married on. five minutes yeah we were I there was still it was, the bubbles were probably Prosecco based <laughs> but uh, and then we were on the flight home and I was like 
Now, obviously, post-wedding, it's normal to, you know, consume everything around you. Mm-hmm. But I was sitting on the plane and I was like tugging at my bra and I was like, Jesus, the hour week of pasta, I tell you, like, that bra does not fit. And then a few days later, I was like, yeah, I definitely still, I still feel weird. I still feel weird. And I didn't test until like another three weeks after that. Oh. Um... But I knew. That's very strong willpower. I would have been like straight in there being like, I have an inkling. I was afraid of testing and it being negative because it was too early. That's what happened to me. I tested five days before my actual positive test and it was negative. And yeah. I got really upset. Yeah. And it was too early. And then it was pregnant all along. I didn't because I, I was afraid that I would see that negative And then I would believe that negative And then I would let it go. Yeah. And then I would... You know, so I was like, no, 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 hold out, hold out. Because also because I was like, I could be mad. We, Likely. Li- like, <laughs> so the experience of my second time around, completely different. We'll get to that. But like, if you had gone by the calendar, there isn't a hope in hell that that pregnancy had been successful. Okay. That that conception would have worked. There isn't, there isn't a moon in the world of like, you know. Stars aligning. Stars aligning that would have caused this to happen. So. I was like, this can't, like, maybe I'm sick. I don't know. Maybe this is like a post-wedding glow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm sick or maybe it's a post-wedding no, glow. No, <laughs> as in like the excitement I know, I know, or yeah. the adrenaline kind yeah. of coming out or yeah. whatever. But um, but yeah, then I I took a test and I don't even know, does he know this? I took a test. Does he listen to these episodes? No, at all. He doesn't even listen to me at home. I took a test and it was positive. And then I waited for him to come home. And I took a test. Oh. As though I didn't know. Oh. And I, I and then I let I was like, you look at it, you look at it, you look at it, you look at it. You put it like full on put on a show for him. I didn't. I didn't put on. <laughs> but I didn't put on a show. I was just really like. You he, wanted him to be part of it. Yeah. No, he that's was. Fair. I didn't know. I, I just. I think he would have been really upset had I been like. I caved. And I, I did it. I mean I did it like half an hour before he came through the door. Yeah. I think mainly because I wanted to know before we did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I wanted to prepare me before we did it. But I remember all like still when I when I was alone looking at it going like. <gasps> Oh, no. And the one thing I remember thinking was like, there is no way out of this that isn't painful <laughs> or distressing or upsetting. Mm-hmm. Like if we lost the baby, I would be heartbroken already. Mm-hmm. If we were to have the baby, it's a painful labor. <laughs> like in my mind, I was like, how You're- how does one escape from this? Yeah. And keep my heart intact. I know. I feel like there's something nice about even though I did start shaking like the woman being able to have that little experience herself like Mm. you and your baby or that little line for you I don't know because everything is going to start with you and end with you Mm. and you're the one who goes through you're the one who gives birth I think it's I I obviously understand that like partners are really you know excited and want to be involved too but there's something like nice in that little moment of just silence of you and that result yeah I don't think it was silence it was probably mild panic well yes I mean I wasn't vocal, but I was physically shaking. Yeah. Um, and then what was it like then on Juju? Oh, little Juju. Um, Juju was way more orchestrated. So whereas my brain was being like, there is no, not a hope you're pregnant. On Juju, it was like months of ovulation sticks. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a happy face? 
on the ovulation stick. Get upstairs. Do, do you feel like you ovulated because someone's like, I was like, do I feel that? Do I not feel that? Uh, like knowing like dates and yeah, it was a very different thing. So when I looked at the stick, there was like some concern as well. Like, so I had looked at sticks and they had said they were. And then shortly, a few days later, they no longer were. So it was like, okay, prepare yourself. So I didn't have that rush of new life, Mm -hmm. new chapter, new level of experience, like new kind of like, (gasps) you know, baby, baby. It was more like, okay, buckle in, (laughs) buckle in. Will this last? Yeah. Okay. Like, will this work? Yeah. Don't believe it yet. So protecting yourself. A real protection. Um, like we didn't we didn't tell my parents until like seventeen weeks, maybe. Wow. Yeah. So real like bunker down. Okay. I can't imagine I would ever be able to oh I can't I can't hold my piss anyway, so I just can't. Can you see a world where I would ever, I'd probably announce it on the podcast if I was two weeks pregnant. I just. I don't think you'd even make it into the studio. I don't even think I would. No. Oh my God. Live from the loo. (laughs) With Caroline and her piss. Oh my God. (laughs) So for this episode, we're obviously talking about pregnancy and the experience of being pregnant. In another episode, we're going to talk about the journey to getting pregnant. Um, So we'll separate those those two. They're they're two enormous topics. Um, But you... I'm very jealous. Had very lovely pregnancy. I mean, not it felt good. It, uh, how rare that we both have such different <laughs> different experiences. What a surprise! Uh, I love pregnancy. Mm. Love pregnancy. I mean, I'm. I will say it. I did not puke once. Very lucky, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not being all like, "Oh, pregnancy, Earth Mother, it's a mate." No, if you're having a shit show, it's awful. Yeah, I didn't. My body was like. Like ailments that my body would usually have, didn't have. Pains that my body usually have, didn't have. Yeah. My body really loved pregnancy. My mind really loved pregnancy. It was probably the happiest time that I've ever been. Um, Like very sort of, if you if a problem arised, it was kind of like, that's okay. Yeah, we'll your hormones are on your out. side. For something that we're, you know, all designed to be here for, to procreate, it's something that's the most natural thing in the world. I just don't understand why it has to be so hard for some women to to get to the point of producing a child from a like mm. the experience of being pregnant what you're describing is exactly how it should be like you're oh it's so frustrating mm. and I know it's no one's fault and it's I just, have no answers you have no answers like I could have another and, you, and, and exactly and some women do have it on some and not on others and some people seem to think that boys have more of an impact on the body than girls and you know and then some people yeah have hyperemesis where they're like literally in the hospital every day and that's just unbearable um but it's amazing I like I do love hearing that you know people have had really lovely experiences um I think it sets you off on a nice journey to mm. you know to enjoy the pregnancy and to enjoy the bump and um yeah it's it's wonderful like I I didn't feel that way I um from it was literally like clockwork from day from like the first day of week five I started to get sick and I have I'm very nervous about being sick anyway like I don't really know anyone who likes it or is okay with it it's such a unnatural feeling it's you know you're out of your body you don't feel in control and I the nausea the nausea was infinitely worse than the getting sick because at least when you were getting sick 
it was a little bit of relief then mm. once I got used to it but the nausea was just oh my god I couldn't even look at the TV I couldn't look at my phone I couldn't sit up I couldn't like I just there was no position in which I could feel okay um, and I was so frightened at the prospect of how long that could last um, and I could never get hungry I, honestly I felt like absolute shit in pregnancy from then on and I it lasted for me it petered off the more pregnant I was like it was obviously really intense in the first trimester and about week nine or so I got on caravan which was a godsend for me it just took the edge off massively and I was so grateful that I went on it and I would really want to encourage anyone that if they're really suffering to talk to their doctor because there is help there you know and then just as I felt like I was kind of coming out of the intense sickness covid hit Mm. so I was like ready to join the world again in some capacity and then it was like no 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 go back into your hole I guess the circumstances and the world we were in at the time and, you know, being that sick um, and then I had really bad pelvic girdle pain and I had to go on crutches and it just like threw threw it all at me. Now, saying that, my pregnancy was very healthy and very straightforward Mm. and I had a very, there was no risks there was no you know it was very low risk no concerns you know every time I went in for a checkup it was fine my baby was perfectly fine thriving in there it was just absolutely destroying me in the process um at the same time as well being that sick was also you know in those first few weeks of when you're worried about I remember before I was feeling sick I I think I did a big sneeze and I was like oh, what if I've made it like detach from oh god Caroline. you know when the, the implantation phase or I, I was driving to Dingle for Christmas and I like I something happened on the road and I had to jam on the brakes and like I rang my mom being like what if I've just made you know she's like no Caroline like it's not it's not that yeah delicate but when I was that sick I couldn't think about anything else like I didn't have any worries about you know what might happen I had to just get through the day and also that level of sickness was like there's obviously so much going on hormonally here that it's you know, the pregnancy is taking. Yeah, it's, it's, I would have had the opposite in that yeah. there were definitely days and weeks where I would have been like You doing, wanted to feel something. Yeah, I was doing tests for ages just to be like, I don't feel, I don't feel sick. Is this a sign? Yeah. I remember actually on my, on, on due saying, so I mean, I, I found out about Juliet on like the 9th of February and like COVID arrived into Ireland on like the 21st or something. So yeah. like it, it was really the window was very short to be out in the world. Um, but I remember being in the office and I remember a good, a good, very good work colleague and friend who had supported me through some tough days kind of looked at me one day in the kitchen and she kind of like knew in my face um, and she kind of like scurried over. And and uh, how did she know? She must have some Oh, like... yeah. Look, we were very close. Yeah. We were a really, really close team. Um, and, and I miss that. Like, damn you, COVID. Like, I miss having I colleagues that are like that. But anyway, um, she came over and she kind of like, she was like you know, didn't want to hug me because like didn't want to make a scene. Where you could see, you know, when you're like someone's so excited, but they can't do anything about it. Yeah. And uh, and she was like, and your boobs, are your boobs sore? You know. <laughs> and I was like, no. Oh, yeah. No. And then I like for weeks, I was like, come on, come on, get sore. Smacking them like being like, is there anything going on? And then like the the worry and anxiety creeps in of being like, why is this? So I yeah on that that was on you and like I would have every half an hour to an hour run to the toilet to be like, is there blood? Yeah, it was awful. I think certainly like when you're pregnant, I I would imagine it's normal that every time you pee, you're crossing your fingers and toes and hoping that when you wipe, there's nothing there. Yeah, like no matter what your experience is, it's just always a possibility and it's it's just frightening you know and the whole the whole way until you're hoping to see the show the infamous show the whole way for me in pregnancies every toilet is like a mini trauma 
the mother of all stretches. The pregnancy stretch. I think we can all agree growing a human is one of the most monumental life stretches. For nine months, your body and your body alone is doing the work, usually while everything else has to be taken care of too. So how can we take care of ourselves? How can we make sure that we are being nourished, that baby is being nourished, that we have that added bit of daily support specifically developed for where our body is at? For me, on my first, it was Pregnicare Plus. But on my second, it was Pregnicare Max, Ireland's number one pregnancy supplement from Vitabiotics, the sponsors of this episode. Pregnicare, the award-winning pregnancy supplement range, want to look after you too and are giving away three months of Pregnicare products to support your pregnancy journey, plus a 200 euro one-for-all voucher. You can enter on our Instagram grid at Stretchmarks Podcast. I chose Pregnicare because it's specifically formulated by experts to be the most optimal and comprehensive pregnancy supplement for maximum nutritional support. Pregnicare Max has all the important vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, an advanced form of folic acid and omega-3, which contributes to normal baby brain and eye development. Plus, it provides increased levels of calcium to help maintain normal bones and teeth. Our bodies are miraculous. But there are times when we need max support. Pregnancy is one of those times. A time to really look after you, day by day. Food supplements must not replace a varied and balanced diet and a healthy lifestyle. And you should always consult your doctor or pharmacist before using. Let's jump into the polls. Okay. So, did or do you enjoy pregnancy? 70% are on my team. What? 70%. No, I'm so surprised. I really thought most people feel like a sack of shit. No, nope, that's just you and your 30%. <laughs> Where are my people at? 70% enjoy it. Was pregnancy better than you'd expected? 36%. I'm in that camp. I worked for every mum. Every single part of my day was talking about the challenges and the awful parts of pregnancy. And I didn't, I, I was like, none of these articles are relevant to me right now because it yeah. was really, it was, it was all, it was really better than expected. So 36% better than expected, 47% more challenging than expected, 17% as expected. Have you ever experienced pregnancy loss? 35% of our li- listeners have. And this is something I think there might even be a whole other episode yeah. on on loss in general, because I don't think that there's 35% of my environment that I have those honest conversations with. Really? That you don't hear. Yeah. Like you just don't hear the 35%. I think that there's all this like you see the announcements but we don't see what's going on for people behind the scenes. I know. Um, I suppose it's just like you know I think you or I would probably find that we share a lot anyway so you know it wouldn't feel weird for me to share that if I had something hard happening like that but I guess we're so conditioned to turn to social media and share just the announcements of the positive stuff Um, it must be very hard to you know you don't want to announce that to the world and maybe you just want to tell just a few people in your life I don't know Did or do you feel like you had access to coping support? 32% said yes 68% said no Okay so it's happening When facing loss Yeah it's happening and 68% are saying they don't feel like they have the access to the support. If you were pregnant again after a loss, how did it impact these pregnancies? So if you're having like subsequent pregnancies after a loss, such worry for the first 15 weeks. Checked my undies every single day for blood. It's so, so hard. It ruined it. I spent the time terrified and on edge, fearful for most of the pregnancy. And I think that's that's 
that's what people are carrying. This is not something that, this is the thing that in pregnancy, as you said, like there is a moment before that pregnancy test and there is a moment after and our hearts are completely vulnerable to whatever comes yeah, next. The worry that goes along with being a parent starts the minute you pee in that stick and you carry it with you in some capacity for the rest of your life. And the problem is, it's not any way as it's depicted. So is pregnancy like they depict on the TVs or movies? 98% saying no. Well, certainly not, in my experience, the way that labour is depicted on TV. The whole like, thing. The whole, yeah. the whole thing written by men in boardrooms. Yeah, It isn't like that. And unless we have women talking honestly about trying to conceive the experiences of pregnancy, pregnancy loss, birth, all we're doing is consuming this fake. And then you're in it going like, this is not what I signed up for. I know. Which pregnancy did you enjoy most? 72% said the first. If they had more than one kid. Yeah. Which means it gets worse. <laughs> so 20% enjoyed their second, 7% enjoyed their third most and 1% enjoyed fourth or subsequent. Now, look, you could say that a lot of our followers might only have had one. OK, so they I would mean, have ticked first. I know if I was to have the same pregnancy again, it would be so much harder because obviously I'd have Caelan to look after as well. I wouldn't be able to go off and nap during the day. I wouldn't, yeah. you know, I don't know how I would fit in that much vomiting in and around, you know, taking care of him and getting him to where he needs to be. I would, if I was to go again and if I if, if I could know that it would be physically easier pregnancy, I'm sure it would still be hard because of those logistic things. Um, Yeah, I can, I can, it makes sense that it's harder the second time around. Yeah. Juliet's pregnancy, as I said, coincided with COVID. So her whole pregnancy, uh, I was at home with a two-year-old, a full-time job and no childcare. I I just don't know how, I just don't, I don't know how you do that. But you, I don't remember her pregnancy. Yeah, you were just in survival mode. Yeah, like I, I don't remember taking care of me. The only thing I knew I could do in the day was make sure that I, I, you know, would take a supplement, make sure that I was somehow putting something into my body. Yeah. I remember days like my husband would come home. He wasn't at home either. So he couldn't share in any way with, with, with our two year old. So he'd come in the door and he'd just like point me in the direction of the stairs. You know, just like I had powered down. So yeah, they were very, very different pregnancies. That first one being all about the baby shopping and the experiences yeah. of, of all those things. And the second... I weed on a stick and then nine months later I went into have her. Like, yeah. it, I don't remember and the I experience suppose, of pregnancy. I suppose, like, when you talk about that, like, going and buying little baby clothes, you're like, you've kind of been there, done that. You know that the need for all the stuff is less the second time because you're like, I'm not going to, I don't need to spend that much money. I can use the stuff I already have. Um, and I think that's a good thing because it means you're coming out of a more relaxed approach. You're more pragmatic. Yeah. You're definitely more pragmatic. You were think you're, you're in organisational mode in terms of how do I fit this new pregnancy this new baby around where we're at yeah. I definitely think there isn't as much of that sort of hallmark magic no. that exists on the first there's a lot more like there's relief and there is excitement to see how this sibling situation is going to happen but a lot of it is kind of actually doing the maths can you afford the childcare mm. how long can you afford to take off unpaid if your other child is in childcare if you take that first child out of childcare, do you lose your spot? So it's a lot more pragmatic than, you know, choosing which colour to go with for your completely. for your baby shower. And all you can do is just make sure that in some way there's some like health going into you just to keep going. Mm -hmm. Because did you rest on your second or third pregnancy like you did on your first? 
4%. Yes, lots of self-care. 96% absolutely not. They didn't have time to think of bump. Yeah, that's hard. But it's real. Uh, Did you find out the gender? This is pretty 50-50. I did. And I didn't. Did you not? On either? Neither. No way. Again, I like need the information I need to know. The only thing you can't Google anymore is when you're going to die and what baby you're going to have. Yeah. I wanted that moment. I think because I found the pregnancy so hard, it, it helped me to envision the end result and it helped me to kind of, it, it, it excited me to think of, of him as a him and a boy and like, you know, picking out clothes and doing his room. It just, it helped to redirect my energy away from the sickness to, to you know, it being it felt more real. Mm. Um, I think I probably would have needed to know in any scenario. Maybe I wouldn't the second time around, but I, yeah, I, I if, because it's there on a piece of paper because I did the, was it the panorama test or something at 10 weeks and they're like do you want to know I was like yes hell yes it's like I I can't if you it's like the marshmallow test leave that marshmallow there don't eat it I'm going to eat it that's me <laughs> no control no yeah you want all the control exactly <laughs> did you do a gender reveal then no no okay so I asked thoughts on gender reveals um some are like yeah if you if you don't go OTT with this just a balloon or something it can be fun but a lot of people are like, nah. Oh, when I just, when I announced that I was pregnant at all, I just said like, I'm having a boy, blah, 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 blah. I didn't, I didn't go overboard. I feel like we've, in Ireland, like we're, we're just about normalising the whole idea of a baby shower now. Like that was a bit much for a while now. It's like, oh yeah, you do a baby shower. Gender reveals is like another step of like. Some of them are just outrageous. Very extravagant. Some surprising challenges of pregnancy. You had many. Yes. Uh, heartburn. Oh, yeah. Gestational diabetes. Everything. Hyperemesis. GD. Oh. Preeclampsia. Guilt for not enjoying it all. Morning oh. sickness. Fatigue. Having to having to go to bed constantly. The morning sickness for 20 weeks. Afterbirth complications. People's unsolicited opinions. Oh, well, the first pregnancy. Yeah. yeah, but like I was not expecting how all of a sudden everyone can comment on what's going on inside your I remember, vagina. I remember I was really ready to pop and I bumped into a woman who I really don't know at all. She's like, come here to me now. I bumped into her on the street in town. She's like, you want to go out there to um some park in, you know, the south side of the city where I don't live and you want to find that hill and you want to run up and down that 10 times. I'm telling you, when you're finished, you're going to go into labour. And it was like, go and do it now. I'm telling you. Right I, now. Right now. And I was like, okay, yeah, I don't really want it to happen right now. <laughs> and it was just funny because everyone's like, I need you to know this thing that's going to change your life now. I really do want to say the of the challenges you mentioned there, apart from the physical challenges of mm. pregnancy, that mention of the guilt for not enjoying it mm. was huge for me. I felt, you know, you can be so excited and emotionally in a good place and physically in a terrible place at the same time. And it's a very conflicting feeling. And same with, you know, when the baby's here and you're finding it hard, but you're delighted they're there. I felt so guilty that, you know, other people, and including my friends, wanted so badly to be pregnant and there I was pregnant and miserable and feeling it, it was a horrible a horrible feeling to be like you need to appreciate this but your body is raging against you um and I just yeah I think the only the only way around that that guilt is just to know that it's okay to not enjoy pregnancy because a lot of people I mean you know 30 something percent that's not insignificant no that's, it's not minor um a lot of people get really get a hard time um and it doesn't have to mean that you're not grateful or you're not appreciative or that you didn't want it you know it's again both feelings can exist and 
when pregnancy is, you know, tough enough as it is for all the worries and concerns that go along with it, you have to give yourself a bit of a break for that. Another one here that isn't on the kind of physical stuff that we do hear about was suddenly not fitting in with non-pregnant friends, especially socially. You're in another planet. Yeah. I totally feel that. Yeah. There's a real isolation that can come unless you're one of the last of the group or whatever. But uh, one of the unexpected challenges for pregnancy for me was a complete the beginning of a complete redefining of my identity. Yeah. Who I am, what I can do, what I can't do. I really didn't like the feeling of walking into a room and people being all like, oh, my God, your pregnancy down. I'd be like, oh, I love that. I'm grand. <laughs> no. It's like, have you got a lilo for me? No, I was like, I, I would stand to the very last minute of that meeting. I was like, I am perfectly capable. I am perfectly me. I'm just growing a human. I don't want any special treatment. Like I would go Why? You over the top. deserve all the special treatment. No, You're growing a human. Because it felt ridiculous. It was like, because I wasn't unwell. Yeah. I was like, I'm... I'm absolutely fine. I was wrecked four months after having them. Do you think anyone would give me a chair then? Like, mm-hmm. I just, I, 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 I definitely on my first, I didn't have the opportunity on my second because nobody saw me from my shoulder blades up. Like, everything was just Zoom. But on my first, I was like, I'm not this, like, pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. I'm me who happens to be pregnant. Yeah. I don't and know And therein why. lies the difference between you and I. <laughs> <laughs> one of many one of many the um yeah the, the social change is huge and i think that obviously sticks around when you the baby comes along as well and i it really i found it really obvious in like the dynamic of like say your girls whatsapp group where you all start off in the same place you're all maybe in school or college at the same time you all have boyfriends at the same time maybe you all go through breakups at the same time maybe you all you know start your new jobs and then some people get pregnant some people don't some people buy a house some people don't some people travel some people don't mm. some people meet there's someone, a real some filtering don't. off isn't and there suddenly without you wanting it to happen you end up just having more in common with like I got so much closer to one of the girls in our girls group who I was probably the least close with because she was already a mother and I just naturally started gravitating towards mm. her for advice when I was pregnant and then when you know Caitlin came along and we are so close now and she's one someone who I would turn to immediately for any anything and you would turn less to someone who who isn't in that situation and it's not because they can't empathize but it just kind of or it just kind of happens organically mm. that I'm like they probably don't care about my you know trials and tribulations with Caitlin and they don't like they're not not in the same way yeah not in the same way and yeah there is a real there is a real um, splintering off that happens um, which is really hard I think especially for the people who aren't having the babies or maybe not wanting to have the babies and it's not out of badness no 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 it's it's not it's just life taking people in different directions exactly there are some unsurprising joys, believe it or not, oh. of pregnancy, which I asked about. Loved seeing my bump grow. I never yeah. felt better in a tight t-shirt, but was a to- that was a total surprise. It was the first time I loved my body. I had the best body confidence ever when I was pregnant. Yeah, I was wearing tight fitting. It was like bump bump. I oh, just yeah. loved it. Oh, now yeah. it's like put a giant sack over my body. Thank you very much. Don't look at me. I did love that. I did love the when the bump started to come. It was like visual proof of how I was, you know, feeling. It made it more real, and I loved dressing up the bump. Although I didn't get to go anywhere because it was COVID. Yeah. I really wanted to be like parading down Grafton Street in like a tight. I saw fitting. some of your pictures. You were you were parading at home. I was at home. I know, but you know, I I wanted a catwalk. <laughs> And people to offer you chairs whilst on yes. this catwalk. The first kick. I had so yeah. much energy that was able to exercise. I had a lot of energy, a lot of energy from like in the second trimester right until maybe about seven or eight months. 
Better skin and hair, agreed. The boobs. Oh, a moment for the boobs, please. Oh yeah, the boobs were something else. And they stayed around after as well. My skin took a nosedive. My skin was worse than it was ever it had ever been, especially in the first trimester. And I think that's what it is. It's all about hormonal surges. And those yeah. hormones, in, like for me, my my body liked those extra hormones. Mine did not. And yours did not. Like, so it's, we're, we're literally at we're victims to our hormones. We don't know how they're going to behave. It's like altitude sickness. You never know until you're up there yeah. and it's going to affect you. No matter how fit you are or anything. No. And so much is out of our control. So we have to like, where you can take back a bit of control to feel good about yourself. You've got to. Uh, a lot about the kicks. Um, the kindness of strangers. Not having to suck my tummy in all the time. Um, God, I hate that we feel that way. In, yeah. In our non-pregnant lives. But it's the only time in our lives where we are like complimented on the fact that, oh look at your bum like I, know. I could walk in any day to a room <laughs> with with a four or five month old belly like especially on my first I didn't show for ages now I'm like I'm bigger now than I was when I was four or five months on my first yeah. I'm like not one human today not one human has said oh look at you you look gorgeous <laughs> look at your big bump well, there well you are gorgeous uh Honestly, my, my normal hormones and no PMS the whole time. Oh, an unsurprising joy of pregnancy, no periods. That was a really nice thing. A I'll really give, nice Pregnancy, thing. I'll give you that. I'll give you that pregnancy. Um, I want to finish on one very important question. Did you have any weird cravings? Cheese. I was mad for like a cheese cracker. Mm. Like a, a Jacob's, a basic Jacob's cream cracker none of your fancy shit with a like basic block of cheddar a good strong block of cheddar that was my like I would just I'd mm. walk in the door from work and like six or seven eight of those just Lovely. be like loved it um, cheesy puffs cheese, cheese related cheese related Tesco cheesy puffs specifically or M&S um, Suzanne Kane, if you're listening you'll know you, we went through the same sort of snack um, cravings and loop the loops uh, I think I've heard that as a co- quite a common one. Loop Mine was spaghetti hoops. Nice. And Nutritious. sausage sandwiches. Yeah. So as you can see, our cravings brought much nutrients <laughs> to our <laughs> bodies. I mean, thankfully we weren't eating coal or eating the floorboards. But First signs you were pregnant. Okay, we talked about that at the start. I'm just going to quickly say what other people felt. The test. Okay, well, that's that, that's enough. So I thought I smelled differently. That's interesting. Sore nipples, nausea, boobs like lava. Um mm. My partner actually knew before I did. Boobs sore. Coffee tasted different. Oh, I had a complete aversion to coffee straight away. Mm. And actually one of my friends, again from work, picked up on that. We were in a cafe one day and I was like, um, I'll just have a tea, please. And she's like, oh, you're pregnant. I'm like, no, I'm not. Stop talking. <laughs> I was. I was. She knew. She called me on it. Um, yeah, I think the smells... Smell. There's a lot of smells, smells, smells. It's, food. Ru- it's ruined some perfumes for me. I could never go back to them. Yeah, meat cooking, Blah. Blah. Uh, bloating, dizzy in the shower, uh, nauseous. Okay, so lo- like all all the ones that we're probably familiar with. Um, you wanted this, so which is harder, pregnancy or postpartum? What do you think? Postpartum. Because I know I remember you saying you're like I've come to the end of the road. The birth is over. Hurrah! <laughs> Please tell me people saying postpartum. 83% postpartum was harder. Yeah, okay. That's validating. Yeah. Uh, And last one, which I think is going to be a lovely way to end. First thought... Oh, no, that's not it. 
a lovely way to end. Describe pregnancy in three words. Empowering, gorgeous, tiring. Worst time ever. Beautiful, tiring, magic. Anticipation, heartburn, love. Hard but cute. Bodies are amazing. Special love though. Body is amazing. Joyful, scary, exciting. Joyful, amazing, miraculous, amazing, tiring, exciting, lovely but tough. Amazing, marathon, miracle, special, miraculous, like amazing just keeps coming up. Panic, proud and love. A miraculous shit show. Yeah. I've always described the whole thing from pregnancy to being a parent as a beautiful shit show and that's going to be my three words probably. Mother of all stretches. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Stretch Marks Podcast on Instagram so you can see what we'll be discussing next and get involved with the questions and the polls or share what you'd like us to talk about next. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and do share the love for Stretch Marks. It really helps us grow this community and it means the world to us as well. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.